0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You you possibly have already heard this. Uh, if you have, it still bears repeating. The elderly lady showed up in the back of the church, and and the usher very politely asked her if um if he could help her be seated, and uh, she said very graciously, "Oh, thank you." So he brought her into the church and. And he put her on the aisle, right on the aisle, uh, so she could be right there. And um, as he was seating her, he said, I'm I'm putting you here in in case you need to uh, leave, uh, to get out. Uh, The preacher pretty good preacher, but sometimes he preaches way too long, and he kind of rambles, and, and, and some people feel the need to just kind of sneak out. And, and uh, she kind of looked at him, and she said, young man, do you know who I am? He said, no, ma'am. Well, I'm that preacher's mother. And the usher looked at her and said, do you know who I am? And she said, no. Good. And he was gone. <laughs> Have you heard that before? Oh, good. For some reason, I was thinking that Bob Wismer had told that. And uh, um, um, anyway, that's great. I hope you don't feel the need to to zip out of here uh, anytime soon. Um, Most of you, I dare say, most of you remember Norman Vincent Peale, Uh, Back 50s, 60s, 70s, he was very popular on the radio and TV, and and he wrote several books. But the most popular was The Power of Positive Thinking. That might ring a bell. The book, The Power of Positive Thinking. Um, Norman Vincent Peale once went to a Quaker meeting. I don't know if you know anything about Quakers and how they worship and and all of that, but a Quaker meeting is their worship service. And they go into a room that has no decorations or anything, it's just a very plain room, and there are benches along the wall, and they sit on these benches, and nobody says anything. Their their worship is very different from ours. Uh, Peel went to one of their services once. He he was wrestling with a problem, and he really just wanted some time to reflect and be quiet. Well, he later wrote about his experience. Um, In a Quaker meeting, what you do, in effect, is you practice the art of spiritual silence. So that's kind of where this retreat comes in and going out to the cynical or someplace like that where you can be silent and be still. Well, that's what they do in their worship. It it becomes a a practical demonstration of the 45th Psalm, be still and know that I am God. Or uh, Isaiah 30, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Peel went on, after a while, the silence has its, has its way with you. Uh, well, at the very beginning, there was one statement. A man stood up and all he said was, if anyone here has a problem, if you are worried about something, drop it into the pool of deep quietness. And then they began to sit there. And as Peel began to think of it, it really was like a, the silence was like a deep pool. Um, and, and he said, okay, so he, he kind of let his problem, let this thing that he was wrestling with drop into that pool of quietness. After a while, he said, I really don't know how long, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, I don't know. But there was a second word. Someone else stood up and simply said, sit, sit, rest in God's quietness. And he continues, we, we remained seated, seating, waiting, listening in the silence. He says, I have no idea how long the silence lasted. But after a while, another man just simply stood up and said, amen, amen. And that was it. Service was over. So Peel concluded by saying, all of a sudden, as clear as crystal came the answer to that problem that I was wrestling with, I had been searching in a sort of a totally different direction. And so intuitively, when I received this answer, if you will, intuitively, I recognized, recognized it for what it was. It was God's answer. I had been looking, I had been searching in the wrong direction. So, if you stop and think about it, the worship in that Quaker service um, contained three words or three phrases. If you have a problem, drop it into the pool of deep quietness. Secondly, sit, rest in God's quietness. And thirdly, amen. Well after an insanely busy and draining period of teaching and healing, Jesus and his disciples had given of themselves over and over again, day after day after day, and Jesus tells his disciples, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest. Now, there are four different parts of that sentence, and that's why I said it the way I did. Come away, deserted place, by yourselves, rest. I don't know if any of you uh, heard this or read this, but um, a few weeks ago, at the conclusion of our church's general convention, um, Michael Curry, the presiding bishop of our church, the presiding bishop-elect gave a rousing sermon with the mantra, we need crazy Episcopalians. We need crazy Episcopalians. His point was that Christians need to buck, to stand against the trends of this world and if you will, go against the grain, go against all that society is saying. And when we do that, we're gonna look like we're crazy to this world, but it begins to look so much more like the life of Jesus. Do you hear that? We need to stand up and buck the trends of this world, this secular world in which we do, and to the world, we're gonna look crazy, we're gonna look funny, But if we do, our own lives are going to begin to look much more like the life of Jesus himself. Bishop Curry will take office in January, and I really truly believe that it's going to be a new and hopeful day for our church. Well, if we're going to buck the trends of the world, uh, one such way to do it is to, if you will, stand apart from, stand against the idle of busyness. We need to rest. Our world is a crazy, hectic, frenetic place. You all probably, most of you know much better than I, but all the miracles of modern technology, we are only a cell phone away from everyone's dings of need, constantly we. I guess I'd better say I make busyness a badge of honor. I'm worthwhile because I'm busy. I'm worthwhile because I work all the time and yet yet I know, I know deep down inside that I have a worth that has nothing to do with that and you do too. It doesn't come from 70, 80 hours of work a week or several weeks of work with no day off. Thus, thus our gospel for today, which we do well to pay attention to, and I dare say that every one of us needs to do so. Come away. Come away. It's not just going away, but it's coming away with Jesus. Jesus is the one whose yoke is easy, whose burden is light. He is the embodiment of refreshment in the presence of God. We need to come away, to go apart with Jesus. To a deserted place. A place where there is nothing. A place deserted of Wi-Fi and email and voicemail and Facebook and Twitter a place where we can be with Jesus and with no one nothing else the third phrase all by yourself and in case you missed it in the last phrase Jesus really means it by yourself apart rest a while rest a while This isn't laziness, it's not a perpetual state, it's temporary, it's just for a while. So here we are in the midst of summer, take advantage of this time of of just a little slower pace, follow Jesus to a deserted place all by yourself and rest, rest. In doing so, in doing so you will be embracing the spiritual practice of resting in God. And while the rest of the world might think you are a little crazy, you'll be crazy in all the right ways.